0: Oh. Oh God. Sorry about that. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, whoa!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we welcome. Dead to air the- there.
0: The FCC is <laughs> gonna find us. Welcome to the la- <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the intermission. Uh, this week we were talking about the uh, the question that inspires dread in all the hearts of the people and the fine freelancers of Hollywood. What have you been up to? Myself is always T. <laughs> <Tee laughs> Christy. I'm sitting here with You're Brian William <laughs> What are you working on? Greetings. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. So you, you working? You know anything going on? You yeah. got any? Yeah, it's it's this hey, you know no, what? Seriously, I'm asking. I was thinking about flying out in August. Are you available?
1: I don't I have no, no idea. idea. I'm in show business. I don't know what tomorrow's like. Well, Brian, so the family's going on vacation in the third week of August. Do you think you'll be able to? I don't know. <laughs> I have no, no idea, idea. I
2: don't know. Will you be here for Christmas? I don't know if I I'm going to be alive for Christmas. And what sucks is, and the
1: question is, well Will you
0: know Right about the time It's too late to buy a ticket Because it's prohibitively Expensive now Basically that's That's when I'll be able to know Anyway So it's this question That came up at the end Of a grab bag episode 5 episode We're talking about Various shit where it's like I was complaining that not complaining, just lamenting. I think there's a subtle distinction that matters. Lamenting that <laughs> my mom will be like, "So what are you working on this?" Because I work on TV shows. I'm a visual effects artist. I work on TV shows and movies all the time. And every last few years, it's been like four or five new TV shows every year. Like a couple years ago, it was like The Vampire Diaries and The Following and Mike and Molly and some fourth one that I forget it. And then the year before this was like Almost Human and Revolutions. Revolution. Revolution. Revolution? Revolution. Yeah. Revolution. And then,
2: which is canceled by the way. So. Yeah. Yeah. And no, believe, don't work on that one. Right. Anymore. And Believe and uh, <laughs> so oh also canceled. Yeah, they're canceled
0: of, like, every year. It's new stuff. My parents will say, "So what are you working on?" And I'll say, "I'm working on these shows." And they'll be like, "Oh, cool! What? Tell me about those shows." And I can't. I'm not qualified to continue the conversation because I never know really for sure. Like I, it's not like I'm incapable of going to Wikipedia. I just never do. <laughs> so like they're like, "What? Oh, what channel is that on?" And I'm like uh CBS ABC uh, CW I have no idea it could be on anything I it, it I have no idea like I'm, I never know like hey it's on ABC that's a big network that's awesome <laughs> I just never find out because I don't watch it and then I never afterwards go back and watch things that I've worked on like very rarely do I end up watching a thing that I've worked on not because I'm sick of it or because I'm posturing or anything it's just I don't watch much stuff and I don't give stuff I've worked on preferential treatment so like when I randomly intersect something that I was involved in that's like a blue moon that's well not a blue moon that's not quite as rare. I mean, like, that's like a blue pony. <laughs> anyway, it just doesn't happen that often. It's like a blue berry. It leads me to the question, and this would be one of the, like, the starter. We'll, we'll use this as a prompt questions. You guys, what have worked on stuff? What's a thing that you've worked on that you're like, I like that. I'm very proud of the way that came out. Like, I worked on a thing, and it turns out I really like what it was. It's not, I'm not saying that's particularly rare, but, you know, it doesn't happen every time, because oftentimes the people that work on these things know when they're shit. But <laughs> yeah. when it's Saturday. a good one You know that's fun like I'll start Randomly and this is so cool because it's such a weird Little movie but there was a movie that came out Called I think it ended up being called Bad Milo Maybe it's Milo It was. It's either one or the other but it's about a little shit demon <laughs> okay. It's about a little shit demon And it's a little movie uh, that came out last year And it was at like South By I think and stuff like that And it got a bunch of great And it's uh, Ken Marino and Jillian, Gillian Ga- J- Jacobs And the guy who played the devil In Constantine uh, Peter Stromer. Stromer. Oh, nice. And, uh, and a few other people. Steven Root shows up, and it's just this little like. <laughs> he always does. It's just this little like workaday comedy about this guy whose stress that he carries with himself in his life has literally manifested itself as a little shit demon. And it bursts out of his ass and attacks people that stress him out. Are you sold yet? Ah. No. And then I watched the movie <laughs> yeah. and guess what? It's awesome. Like, it's just, they're doing great shit with theme and the actual symbolism of what the shit monster does and what he means. And like, <laughs> and it's like, it runs in his family and it's whole thing. And how do you get rid of it? And how do you fix it? And all this shit. It's just like, for being a movie about a shit demon, bad Milo, you played, you fucking came to win. You're a game day player. <laughs> with day play. Like he came to eat like in, with the theme stuff and all that. And of course the shit demon is a puppet uh, with a bunch of puppeteers. And I was just doing a shit ton of rig removal on it and uh-huh. there's you know some shots are easier than others but god damn there's a lot of rig removal and i you know when you find out okay can you work on this movie we're doing this it's like oh man thank you in the chat doccepts it's bad milo was the name they end. it was milo when i got it i think um but the uh it was just when you get the all right you're going to do a bunch of rig removal i'm already not excited Like, they're going to pay well enough to make me want to do the job, but it's like, oh, fucking rig removal sucks. It takes forever. I'm just painting out puppeteers and ryers and stuff like that. (laughs) It's a movie about shit. And and guess what, though? It's a movie about shit demons. Man. Yeah. I'm quitting. I'm moving back to Indiana. But then I watched it, and I was blown away. Like, maybe it's just because my expectations were at (laughs) right about at shit demon level, I guess. have
2: lower expectations when you're looking at shots like that.
0: But upon reflection... Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything I've worked on as a job. Like, sometimes you'll help a friend out with a favor and then you care about that more. But, like, as a job, I can't think of a thing I've worked on where there's that big of a difference between what I cared about going in and how much I cared going out. Like, in (laughs) retrospect, I really liked that movie and I happened to work on it. And I can't think of a thing that I liked more than Bad Milo that I've worked on. I've liked a lot of things that I've worked on. I can't think of anything I've liked more. It's the shit demon movie for me. What about you guys? Is there a thing like Cher- in your history?
2: Sounds like a shit movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it down.
0: comedy. Is there a thing that you guys have worked on where you're like specifically like that? I think is my favorite thing. I would like that if I had worked on it. Sort of number one, top of the top mm-hmm. of the pile. Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: if I have any that reaches that. I mean, well, like
0: this, the one that you like most, I
1: guess. <sighs> this, yeah. uh, this, this might be this might be sad to say. Uh, but it, it might actually be 2010 Moby Dick. Wow. Uh, uh, whoa. Just in the sense, like, I, I had a lot of fun working on Moby Dick. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, it is, it is what it's trying to be. Like, yeah. most of the things you work on are trying to be <laughs> Some bullshit In one way or another Maybe aim- that's why I like bad Milo Talking about yeah. aiming low Yeah Yeah And it's like <laughs> This is what this is But it is Pick a target Aim Try yeah. to hit the center of it and, Yeah And that's And that's what it is we And we're and just trying to get the shell Out of the barrel That was as far as uh, <laughs> And the I mean I edited a couple sequences In yeah. particular And I'm still like Proud of my editing In those sequences One in particular Um I like... Didn't you do the Crush uh, Depth sequence? Yeah, that yeah. Year? yeah. That's, that's the one that I like. I still watch that. Like, it's on my reel. I still watch it and go, yeah. yeah. Like, when I'm going sequence. to bed at night sometimes, I'll just... Yeah. Uh, yeah just when I'm i have it on my iPhone,
0: I just watch it on loop uh, a few times. Yeah. And uh, then I mute it and I do all the voices.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I do a great Renee impression. How deep have you been? Uh, uh, <laughs> this. Uh, so, but that maybe is right. not that in- that's big of an I mean, illustrious career if that's the best one I got well as opposed
2: well, to like doing a big budget thing and going oh my god we're doing a total this is going to yeah. be a nightmare this or or more, I've worked more on my really experience. big shit that I don't
1: care about it like yeah. that's you know it doesn't mean anything it's or, just your favorite or more my experience really low budget shit that is still also just terrible also just yeah, shit yeah. yeah
2: something that yeah well it's the same thing it's like something that you don't have a lot of expectation for you just it just turns a- out to somehow right. exceed the sum of its parts, you know, it's like when you have... Like, hey, that was, that, that was weird. That, that, you know, usually if you do, like, the big-budget movie, it's often like, oh, that one turned out to not be nearly as." Trey, I know that, sure you, I know that you're
0: a big fan of the movie Starship Troopers in addition to having spent time on it. I, yeah, or just, at least you're happy with it. I am, yeah. I, I'm certainly happy with what we did. I I, uh, I just want yours to be, like, some random fucking thing that no one's ever heard I'm of. I'm trying to think... Of like, the, I did an episode of television for this show you never heard of. It was awesome, and I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I'm oh.
2: trying to think of, like... A good answer, it's like I'm a little bit on the spot because I I like abyss. You know, abyss is good. I you know I'm I like the abyss. My least favorite thing in the abyss is me. Um, oh, I self-loathing I, puppet guy. Yeah, I don't. Movement I designer don't think doesn't that like that movement it, designer. I don't think the puppets were completely successful in that, and uh, it's just how it is. But um, I think I'm actually more. I'm happier with the end result of the blob. Uh, really, because oh. and then because it's all sort of a lower you know, adjustment of expectations there. The blob is supposed to be kind of a fifties B movie thing. Right. So the fact that it's kind of schlocky and you can kind of tell that those are miniatures doesn't count against it. It in plays a, into it almost in a way that, that it kind of, when you can see the the seams on the abyss, you know, that kind of hurts the movie a little bit. But, um, but the, I think the blob is more like, I'm more like, yeah, for just showing up every day with a big bag of slime and some, and a, and a toy, toy town, you know the stuff that we came up with just pulled, literally pulled it out of our ass. talking about a shit demon, woo! Um, <laughs> just you know, there's some there's some shots there. we just made that up on the day. Just just making it up just as we made go. Made it up as we went along. So that was that was a little more a little more fun that way than than um, than something else. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying, th- what about like a ride film? Like, are any of those like? Are you like still proud of? I you know, actually, weirdly enough, I was watching. I was watching somehow. There's a just happened to be watching. Um,
0: Oh, I saw that. That little clip was like a discovery making of sort of. Yeah,
2: thing. that one I watched recently. That was really funny to see. Yeah, the the go mo- back to the, the movie the, magic episode. That the I, annals of Trey's Twitter feed. Yes, the the movie magic episode that I was in Same for August without knowing I was going to be on movie magic. That was fantastic. Uh, they just showed up and started asking me questions on camera, and I thought it was the FBI or something. <laughs> like, Who are you people? <laughs> I I don't know how did they found me? Was not informed that I was going to be on television today, but uh, there it is for the world to see. Um yeah that that ride was that ride was okay I was just watching just last night or two nights ago I was watching a clip of the old uh, Hanna Barbera ride, which is the first ride I ever did, which hadn't seen in ages, and I was looking at that going, "Wow, that's, I remember it, and yet I don't remember it." You yeah. know, it's like this is, boy. It's I, I can. You you, know. You're far enough removed, you're, you're able to be surprised I, by it. Because I looked at it, you know, the the you know every day for eighteen months, you know, and I know every frame of it, and I remember all the pain of all the different iterations. But at the same time, I'm seeing it, having not seen it in twenty years, so that was kind of a weird experience. Um, and that was part of a reel that had a lot of different ride films in it some i was like oh that's right that's i did do that one that i didn't have nearly as much memory of and right so, oh that's right that happened in that one there was that whole scene with that happening so that was kind of weird that i was like oh okay so was, the ride films i've worked out i definitely don't remember every detail of um i'm still trying to come up with an answer to the question of like what's the thing that i really am proudest of i think
1: like weirdly, weirdly like, enough uh,
2: 20 2010 Moby dick kind of is up there i have to say <laughs> with the with the with the uh, you know the same disclaimer I made when we did the commentary for it, I disavow the last act. Right, the last act is a hopeless mishmash where you can, if you squint your eyes, you can kind of tell what the hell's supposed to be going on. But uh, up till then, for you know a dollar ninety eight and two rowboats, I thought there's some pretty <laughs> impressive things that we were able to pull off. And I guess right in that same. Uh, right in that same zone i think i think arc is a lot better than it has any right to be i think uh i agree with that i yeah. like Arc. arc is you know considering that's another you know shoestring nobody had any expectations and and just by the the trick it, is to get renee o'connor is yes. what you're saying. yeah well yeah that's that's definitely yeah that's the, as often the, as man, you can trick her as into it. as often of as you can get her to show up but i'm, I'm two for two so far uh so, uh, I ran. Uh, Renee's significant other actually drove by me on the street a month ago and <laughs> he said, Hey, I was like, Whoa, okay. Hello. Uh, yeah.
0: I'm a person. actually I had, it, it was random, like unrelated to anything, but I had a question about how ride films get made the other day that I'm, mm. I'm now that we're talking about, it, I want to ask you this when you're doing the sitting on a joystick, planning the moves for the ride sort of thing. And say it's like a, a, a just a continual, like a left bank. We mm. just want to make people feel like the ship that they're in or whatever they're in is taking a left turn and turning left. What you need them to do is all lean right, so it kind of feels like they're being yanked that way, right? So when you're doing the joystick thing, are you in the sort of mode of tilting the platform? So you would your joystick move for that would be to tilt to the right to make people feel like they're falling? Is it or, stage left or stage right? Or would you basically just use it as if you were steering the ship
2: and then reverse the moves afterwards? Well, you don't necessarily reverse the moves because it depends on what kind of ride machine you're in. If you're in a true flight simulator box where your only frame of reference is the screen that they put in front of you, then yes, the, you, you generally you know, simulate the centripetal force of a left turn by leaning to the right that you're going to be thrown to the right. But if you're in what m- the majority of ride film theaters are, which is you're in a big movie theater and the seats are moving, right, that doesn't work at all because your brain has the cues that go, well, no, we're turning left. Why am I leaning to the right? That makes no sense. So... So it depends on which you know, you, you have to like you have to kind of like be in the movie right. if it's a theaters experience, which is the cheap and more common kind of ride film that there is. Um, and then there's the third kind, which I discovered just by doing it, is the Omnimax dome where the dome is completely immersive around you. hmm it's actually you can do whatever the hell you want, because the world is the world out there, and you're the machine in the world, and yeah. you do whatever you feel like. So you can do all kinds of brain-twisting stuff, where sometimes you'll lean into the turn, sometimes you lean away from the turn, sometimes you'll lean back, sometimes you lean forward. And one of the things that we learned on uh, the, mo- the, the ride, for example, that is covered in that movie Magic episode, uh, Quest, that was one of the things we learned fairly early on, because... We would do iterations of the ride and test them on the base and do another iteration. And one of the things we learned really early on is to to not do a lot with the movie and let the vehicle within the movie do the thing. Because like when you're flying in an airplane, nothing's really happening. The happened. world, the world doesn't shake and rattle and roll out there. But you might be having turbulence and you're getting the shit beat out of you in the vehicle. Well, so we learned to like keep the the exterior movement fairly static for the most part, or smooth, you know, and not yeah. do the bumps and the hits that you often try and put in there. And then just by the sound effects we would add and telling people what's happening. Oh, it's a lightning bolt. Ah, You know, I could do anything I want with the cabin, right? Because the cabin exists in that giant world. Uh, So there's three different ways, depending on what kind of theater you're in uh, the whole programming, what works and what doesn't in the end, it's, it's, it always was just like, well, that, did that work? I mean, did it feel right? Uh, I don't know. What if we did we lean the other direction? I don't know. That might be better. Let's try that. Um, It doesn't, you don't follow the rules as if it was a real flight simulator. A real flight simulator doesn't have a programmer; it has an algorithm. Right. that just says, "Oh, you're leaning this you're, far." You're leaning left. Go left. Turn yeah. this far. This way, it's all been worked out and it's hardwired into the system. But uh, we're just doing, you know, smoke and mirrors. We're just going like we're just trying to fool you into thinking you got your money's worth. So anything, anything that worked worked. It's weird. I wasn't
0: actually trying to set it up for this, but this can tie right back into the question of the of the topic, which is, I would assume, with a thing like a ride unless it's like a moving installation that travels world fairs or something, like, you know, people ask you what you've been working on. There's no reason to even fucking answer. Yeah. It's like, I am working on a thing that will never ever intersect with your consciousness for the rest of your life. Yeah, <laughs> You would have to move to Korea to ever know what the fuck I'm working on right yeah. now. So let's just go with, I've been bowling a lot. What are you up to? Yeah, like, to uh, is that weird where it's like, I'm working on a thing where like, there will certainly be people appreciating this. I'll just never know. There won't be there's not going <laughs> to yeah. be a fucking review in in variety about this ride. It's just going to be a ride that exists yeah. there and well and and like there's no accolade. There, there, there's no all, anything. There's
2: plenty of people we they they walk amongst us here in Hollywood. There are people who are working and making a living doing things and that no one will never see i mean yeah you know, I, no, like, I just did two no, of those this yeah. summer you could you could you know i you know someone could
1: say oh i just sold a script that didn't get made yep you know and so that's, that's what i did this is like 90 percent of the economic activity <clears throat> exactly. that happens in this as town. far as as far if, as the
2: world is concerned i disappeared for two years but i was actually having a job yeah and you'll just never see the result of that job it occurs to me maybe that's why i don't care is I've just
0: yeah. gotten so used to it. it's like sometimes that never airs or sometimes this or sometimes that yeah. never happens or sometimes it's for a music video where you never ever ever see yeah, it or something like that it aired. and I've just gotten to the point where I don't care as a result of if I cared it would always hurt
1: yeah Why, well yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah. It's yeah. Like, i mean if you, okay. if you had to estimate it like what percentage of stuff that you have worked on have you actually seen like seen once seen once even yeah. even um, even even broaden the question to had the opportunity to see at all yeah because um, you don't you, you don't even have the opportunity a lot of had times. the
0: opportunity to see 60 percent seen five maybe five percent less like well like for instance like i worked on one of the i worked on the big landing sequence in the pacific uh that was the episode that won the vfx at me hooray and i watched <laughs> that scene. someone
2: finally told you later by the way yes i found yeah. out after the fact yeah
0: that's happened to me two or three times i've been like the way the, you know you guys know how the Emmys works i i was like n- not nominated but i was part of the team that was the right. winning team like you know the supervisors and the lead artists and shit i wasn't that high but um I went back and watched like that scene on YouTube because I wanted to see how the scene turned out with sound and shit, but I haven't like watched the Pacific. So that's where like the weirdness kind of hemming and hawing.
1: Comes right. Out. But like well, it, 5% it, it,
0: probably is about it is,
1: right. It is also the dynamics of that kind of question is changing now that more stuff is just on the internet because it's like, oh, well, you have HBO Go, then you can watch that one scene. Yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. have yeah. to sit at home on Sunday night to watch that tv show but um, like very but yeah. very rarely like i i've never I, I, I would bet i would bet the actual answer is a lot lower than people outside the industry might yeah think. oh i'm sure yeah. everyone was like five are you shitting me and, yeah. and honestly
0: it might even be lower than that like i i okay what did i work on all right, last year i worked on almost human never seen an episode i uh, believe never seen an episode person of interest i don't even know what that's about revolution never seen. yeah <laughs> so everything i worked on last year are all main goddamn big ass expensive uh, TV shows, shows yeah. that i've never seen an episode of yeah I just don't It's not because It's not because fuck them I just never ended up Actually watching them Like you know In my day to day life I never Who sat cares? down And that episode came on <laughs> Yeah it just, Who
1: scares. So those never happened
0: Of course yeah. th- They could blame me for that Because a lot of those shows Got canceled So yeah, I know. sorry well, If, you're like if a, only you're I had like watched
2: the, them You're like the Grim Reaper I know so don't get that guy. Just, no, but it's like you know. Show, I mean, I've
1: run into a couple of movies I've worked on in the red box uh, on a you know a, a couple of times. They're like, <laughs> holy shit, it's that oh, movie! Oh, oh and, wow! And it's like that. You know, it's the you know it's all the movies that just left the theater, and then there's like those like three that you've never heard of at the bottom. <laughs> yes, yeah. those are the ones. The ones that like, are still shit. in the red worked, box. Yeah, I just worked on that. Uh, one time, I did in fact rent it uh, and watched it, and that's an hour and a half of my life. I'm never getting back. That's and another just, reason like, not to watch these things. Yeah. And it's yeah. just, I got to accept it. Cause uh, at the
0: end of the day, you have to ask yourself specifically, why am I watching this thing? Am I watching it to see my contribution to it? Cause my, unless I directed it or wrote it or did the
1: sound mix, like my contribution yeah. usually is like a scene here, a scene there, something like that. Well, in that, in that particular example, I worked in the production office. So I was, Oh. My contribution would not be visible on screen. There's <laughs> a meta contribution. Yeah. Yes. Although it occurs to me like that could be a second sort of follow up sort of prompt for the conversation,
0: which is what is the thing you're the most tired of trying to explain what it is when someone who's not in the industry says, so what have you been doing? And you say the thing like, what's that? I, like, which I, one of those do you get the most? I often? had a moment. It's kind of like that. Mm. Assistant editor. I would have to imagine you get that. Like, yeah, I, it's, it's like, what does that even mean? Yeah. I, I rub the shoulders yeah. of the editor is what I do. Yeah. That's what I do for I Yeah. I get the, I
2: get the, I get the, the coffee. I, I am so tired of explaining this. I had one of those I had a moment like that recently that that I felt badly afterward because I felt like I felt like I'd been inadvertently rude <laughs> by by kind of sloughing off the question because the person was asking a perfectly normal question. It was uh, it was I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and a friend of hers came over and and so I was like, "Oh, this is my friend so and so, and this is my friend Trey." And then we, me and the new arrival, who had just met, got left alone for five minutes while while the mutual friend went to went to you know get ready to go uh, go out and and so you know we're making conversation and so this you know perfectly nice woman says uh, so how'd you guys meet and <laughs> and I, the story where that she's she's in the industry there's at least that much but but uh, you know so there was wasn't that hurdle to overcome but the the answer to her question was, well, she was doing makeup on someone who was doing an appearance at a convention in Texas as a character that they do a voice for in a cartoon, and I was at the convention to do a screening of a fan film that I made that I'm semi-famous <laughs> for, and I was signing autographs, and we ended up at adjoining booths, and you know what? Who
1: gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. There's just that, so many. It's it's exactly that one. I have to answer yeah. like how I know you people. Yeah, it's, like, it's just so. There's the we made these things, and there was this message board. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and no, just, it's just it's like I, no. We you want to be able to? He f- crashed his card
2: into me at Ralph's
1: right. and uh, <laughs> started flirting with me. The, That's the, that the most happened. salient
0: thing you could possibly do is before answering the question, go how many seconds worth of interest yeah. do you have in this answer? Do you
2: really care? Yeah. I mean, are you being polite or is this something right. you really it's need like to it's know? It's like in
0: Groundhog Day, did you want to talk about the weather? Or were you speaking <laughs> small talk?
2: Yeah, exactly. So I kind of I, I gave some like non-committal, like, ah, I was, we were both at a thing and we we were both doing a thing. And I feel you know, and I felt like... And you feel like a douche, but it's like, yeah, exactly. I, I swear like, to God, you don't actually care. Like, I swear to God, you know, I so don't even care about the answer to this question that yeah. you uh, can't yeah, possibly exactly. care. It's not, I'm blowing
0: you off. It's, I'm helping you blow I'm, me off.
2: I'm saving you that 30 seconds. <laughs> I
0: have made the empirical decision that you don't care, there and will, I know, but trust me, I'm right that there you don't will care. Not,
2: there will not be a quiz. This information is guaranteed to not be on the test later. I just, I promise. What's the, what's the like question you're sick of answering, Brian? Uh,
0: not because, like, fuck this question, but more like, damn it, people always ask that goddamn question.
1: And it's, it's such a hard question to answer. It's not even worth the answer. No, it's it's the basic one. It's the it's the basic. So what are you working on, or what do you, or do you, even like, what do you do if it's somebody outside the yeah, industry? Or I you hate know, that one more than anything. What yeah. do you do? Kind of everything. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I I work I work in movies. Today, I, I don't don't please don't ask me to get any more specific yeah. than that. I work in movies. Occasionally they pay me. Yeah, but not always. Uh, so yeah, it's because it, it's. It's exactly you know what Trey just said, but just applied you know on an even larger canvas yeah. of like. So, what do you spend the majority of your your limited existence on this planet doing at the moment? I can't even really answer that yeah. question, and when I try, I get an existential crisis. Yeah. So let's just not even bother. <laughs> Especially for me
2: right now, because the the phase that I'm in mostly is like, what do you do? It's like, well, I spend pretty much what feels like every waking moment of seven days a week, trying to make stuff happen. None of which ever does. Yeah. That's, and that's not something you want to like, what do you have. Do? wake up every morning. That's all man. Yeah. That's, that's I just,
1: I fail over yeah. and over and over that's again. It's not a, that's day. just not up,
2: upbeat cocktail party conversation to make. Like, yeah, I you know, yeah, just, uh, we got a, we pitched a thing and, uh, nobody bought it. So, you know, coming up with another thing now. Uh, that's, uh, what's happening. That's going on.
0: I just recently worked on a thing where the... And I've done a few of these and I'm going to start doing more of them because holy shit do they pay, boy. But wow. It's just a thing for the video monitor that's going to be in a booth for a hardware convention appearance of some prototypical piece of hardware that doesn't exist yet. But I did like turn... I made the 3D model of the thing and then did turnarounds and made it look good and pretty. And that's going to be on a TV monitor in their booth at some convention for hardware where like military people buy hardware shit. And Hmm. that... no the People will see it as they walk by it at a convention somewhere, once. That's what I was working on for like three weeks straight. Yeah. At which point in the conversation, when someone says, "What are you working on?" Do I go specifically? You don't care. Like not only <laughs> not <laughs> only no. like is this a long answer? It's specifically it doesn't matter. It will never. It's I guess it's the same thing with the the ride film question I asked you, where it's like, dude, you you're you're never gonna go fucking to i don't know sea world in kentucky to
1: ride this goddamn thing like why do you care
2: yeah let's
0: exactly. not let's talk about something else let's talk about what are you well, up
1: to yeah rob rob is pointing out and i've heard this as well that uh you know in certain etiquette circles or you know in certain, according to certain etiquette protocols yeah, yeah. asking what do you do is considered a rude question because if they're unemployed well i i consider it if if not rude at least the most completely banal boring cliche yeah. Yeah. question to ask Which you know, it's it's. I heard at one point, as square one, that's fine. But as 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 human beings and as society and as a (laughs) culture, let's like collectively work on being better at asking more probing, you know, personal (laughs) questions or less probing ones. Well, yeah, let's be better at connecting, uh, in the first place with people than just like, yeah, that weather, huh? Yeah, I heard there was a. Or what do you do? Like a better alternative to what do you do?
0: Uh, Just, you know, it's not the best possible conversation charter. Just the better alternative to that question is like, what's been keeping you busy or how you've been filling your time? Basically, uh, something that gives it, first of all, all, a universal application that doesn't apply to time specifically. So it's just recently what's been keeping you busy as opposed to my job. It could also be I've been making birdhouses naked and peeing on them just to make sure they get the right shellac on them (laughs) or like or nothing. I've been looking for a job or whatever. But as opposed to what do you do? Because that unless someone is like a PhD student in specific thing and they know for a fact that that's what they do, yeah. that's my thing. Everyone else is like, I don't do like even my dad would say, I don't do I'm do an My right, dad is a career guy. It gives
2: the person more of an out too. It's like if right. you, if you say what have you been up to, I can go, well, I went to Disneyland right. on Friday. Yeah. You know, I can, I can, uh, I can pick and choose
1: how I can respond to that in more ways. Yeah. I, I have more freedom to maneuver in that way. I, I mean, it goes back to, uh, you know, our, culture as America and Americans that we, you know, we are, we I are American, defined can, not an American. <laughs> we are, we are defined <laughs> by our job in this, you know, the very, yeah. like, you know, the forties and fifties style. God, like, I hope not. Oh, I work for an ad agency and yeah. that's who I am and my pension and blah, 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 which we're, we are not that country anymore, but we still, yeah. yeah that, <laughs> what do the, you do? Bricks <laughs> <Yeah>. air. <laughs> I do bricks. Name uh, John goodbye <laughs> but you know that <laughs> name john must do bricks that like small talk question seems like a vestige of, of that society that we're still shedding in my opinion in a post-scarcity economy you can't ask what do you do well yeah i mean it's cool <laughs> like, well, how many of how many of us in the chat i like what do you do movie yeah. fuck you ducks up. <laughs> uh, how many of us these days really define ourselves by our job and by our career yeah not not that many at least within our generation i think my sister answers that question by saying music shit <laughs> nice. Yeah. Classic. Which could yeah. be anything. She
2: might i I don't know if she no. works in a record store or if she's the backup singer for the Rolling Stones. Right. I have no idea. And I don't need to know because I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that
0: works you're out. you're welcome. My answer yeah. contained everything you wanted. Yes.
2: <laughs> I'm really not that fascinating. in the world? So quit asking me those questions.
0: The answers like the questions that I'm tired of answering kind of come in two camps. One is people who already know what I do and they're talking to me as a VFX person. And I get questions where it's like, I've answered this so many goddamn times, sort of questions there. And then there's also like the Thanksgiving dinner, sort of what do you do Right. that your Aunt Marjorie asks and she's you have to shout because she can't hear it. I don't have an Aunt Marjorie. She's made up. You can feel bad. I don't. <laughs> How's your bad. Aunt Marjorie, no, she's, by it's the it's way? A fake, fake, she, lupus, it turns out. Oh, that's a <laughs> shame. She got hit by a card, lost the leg, lost oh. the leg, tied it up with a tourniquet. Sorry, I asked. Sorry, How's, Aunt Marjorie. Yeah. work? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> her, oh, she's fucking been on hard times, man. Dire straits. <laughs> and her cats all died. Wow. Of lupus? See, Whoa. I'm just inventing sadness for a non-existent person. Don't feel sad. She's is, not real. No. So, and Marjorie <laughs> ask, oh, you know. God. So, basically, um, the VFX question that I'm most tired of answering is how much is this going to cost? When it's a speculative question where it's like, I need to do VFX in my movie. How much is this going to cost? Yeah.
1: Because at that point... I'm thinking about making a movie within the next several years. How much will you charge me for VFX? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the, the reason I'm tired about that question isn't because it's an
0: unfair question to ask. It's just that they usually don't realize how unbelievably burdensome it is to be the person deciding how to answer it. Yes. Cause now every single time I either give you the full spiel and it's a good 30, 40 minutes before you have a basic sense of what things are generally going to cost <laughs> and why. <laughs> right. Or I give them some like totally just like, um, probably. And then just name a number and walk away. Yeah. Neither of them, Are a helpful answer to the question they ask. That's a question that needs to be asked at a very certain time. But you can't answer the question by saying, "Ask me when you have a script," or "Ask me when you've shot it," or "Give me, you know, specific." Give me something to work on. Something specific because you know, how much do you want to spend
2: on your pool? It's not a question you're asking. It's It's like dry cleaning.
0: You can spend as much as you want on your pool. What's your budget? When do you want it by? How many waterfalls do you want in your pool? It's I, sort of, you know. I had that
2: question recently because I still, you know, get get approached for occasional freelance stuff. You know, I, T gets T does the TV shows. I do the crappy low-budget movies uh, as befits my, you know, standing in the industry. Uh, Whereas I do movies about shit. Exactly. You do crappy movies. And I do movies that are shit. Uh, and, you know, but it's like it's nice because the expectations are low so generally whatever i come up with is more awesome than they dreamed in Um, their head is not avatar (laughs) that's yeah exactly and um but i had a conversation with someone recently where it was that it was like total blue sky like well how much would it cost to do effects and i was like you know how much is a car? I mean, it's like right. you know, it's it's a it's how a, much does a car cost? It's a meaningless question. Um, so so I told her the I said the opposite. I said here's here's how we do this. You tell me how much money you have for visual effects, and we'll do the best I'll effects t- we can with that. I'll tell you exactly what I'll give you for that amount of money. Right. I'll either depending on once we have a grip on what it is you think is going to happen, you know, I'll either spend two weeks working for you doing whatever you ask of me, and then I will stop talking to you on day 15 for that amount of money or we'll say i will do seven shots to your satisfaction with three available revisions for each but it's like you know it's like there's no other way to budget unless you want to be like real about it right. and like show me your plate and we'll look at the frame length of it and we'll talk about it and yeah all that but like you're, the, you're not at that level to clarify and the, the qu- distinction it'd be
0: an easy question to answer if we were talking about one shot yeah. And you told me when you needed it by.
2: Exactly. But when it's just my movie? Fucking, I There's don't know. So many variables. I have no idea. And this, in this case... Was, I know less than you do. Yes. This was a case of knowing the person I was speaking to, knowing that their level of understanding of anything, like you were saying, like if I was to even begin... To Explain
1: <laughs> First a, proper, you must create a, universe. a proper answer to that,
2: <laughs> you won't understand any of it, you won't get any of it. So, this is you know, literally like if someone comes in with you know, like if you're the, the car mechanic analogy, if someone came in with, with like two tires and a seat and said, <laughs> How much to fix that, you would just go, <laughs> you would just go. Five hundred dollars. That's, that's and such and, a great analogy. And then I'm you, would like, that forever. you would like, you know, build them a car for five hundred dollars and send them on their way. Like there you go, you're better off than you were when you showed up. <laughs> I didn't have to spend months of my life dealing with you. And but you only
0: used one wheel. I had five hundred dollars.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. no, but, that's amazing. But you can drive away, and that's all we both care about right now. So, so
1: that's, <laughs> wow, that's a, a great analogy. It's at that
2: level. Um, so yeah, it was just. It was like again, it was like it's pointless to even. Attempt to answer your question, and so at the level of you know a level of discourse that we can have, let's yeah. not have it, yeah that shouldn't know? be a conversation question if you want to have a meeting, yeah,
0: we should absolutely do that question's a meeting, that question's not, <laughs> yeah, Aunt marjorie, um, cars are free now,
2: it's great, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic, which shows that well that. Well, that takes us to um, you know uh, the topic that I kind of is really, what if you want to ask me what have I been up to lately, um, in addition to trying to sell things that no one has bought yet. Um, Trey, what sort of incredibly vague things have you been up to lately? Yes, I I just I just wanted I, I don't know if this is apropos of anything, but uh, <laughs> it but uh, I just want to get it off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell somebody. <laughs> um, I just had the the just the recent uh, delightful experience of of helping someone uh make their low budget project um and by helping what I did was direct it um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh and and when I say direct I don't mean like I mean I I'm I'm what I'm actually referring to is it, unlike what you might think of of a you know a director would do all I did was work with all of the creative departments to determine how and what props and costumes and sets were going to be built and planned how to shoot those sets and planned how to do visual effects while shooting and on the day figured out where all the cameras went if that's what yeah, you call, if that's your direct, if that's
1: your definition of directing now, now did you
2: that's figure what out
1: where to point the cameras specifically I pointed I also you did do you pointed, I did talk okay. to the
2: camera operators and the DP about what to point the cameras at hmm. not just where to put them Okay um, the one thing that I didn't do was give insanely useless conflicting <laughs> direction to some poor actors um, or write the god awful words that they had to say. Um, that I left to the director, and I just did the other stuff. I just helped. Mm. Um, uh, to the, so how was that? That was really, really educational and inspirational. At the end of the day, because what it was was this was someone who managed to put together the equivalent of an asylum movie budget, you know. But the the, the production money, like the production money no. the, that it cost to produce Moby Dick, which I know that number enough to do something. Yeah, you can you know do a thing. Um, And I've always, you know, ever since Moby Dick, I was always like, wow, you know, it's like I, that that was a great learning experience. I know that if I could get together that relative pittance of money in terms of the scheme of things and if you do it cleverly and plan your battles, you can make a feature link thing for that amount of money. And that's an achievable number. That's even within Kickstarter achievable number. If you have a really good Kickstarter campaign, um, these people achieved that money. They, they, uh, but by, by raising funds in a variety of ways, they had, you know, we call it the threshold of plausibility. Exactly. They had reached the event horizon of pretty much exactly that same level of money. And they had a genre project that they wanted to do. <coughs> and they went to, uh, their mentor person, um, who is a friend of mine, and and they said, okay, so we want to do this project. It's you know we haven't done anything quite this ambitious before. We've done other smaller projects and blah blah. blah. And we you know we've been, we know we got a great script and it's going to be awesome. And we've already attached these actors um, who are are you know have some cachet and all that. So so um, what do you think we should do? And the mutual friend said, get Trey, get Trey in, and he'll tell you how to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. He can he can squeeze the squeeze the money right out of that. You know, f- tell you exactly how to do it. And I came in and, and uh, you know and I was like ah oh, sounds yeah cool project you know hey these you know good actors all right that's fine, and just trying to figure out what my job is. My job was basically just guy kind of to hover around and and you know kill whoever needed killing and and get the you your know, movie dad get the yeah exactly you know I was like all right chop chop let's get this done. Here's how we're gonna fix that you but that here paint that paint that black and put it in the background boom. Here's how we do it, and that just kept snowballing. <laughs> when it became painfully obvious that the quote-unquote director yeah. did not have the slightest and I mind bog- just mind-boggling the level of not knowing what a director needs to do or what this, this guy thinks that what a director does is get his picture taken with actors mm. and talk about how he knows actors he's got that part of directing down He's got that. He's got the name dropping nailed. But he doesn't have any other related skill to being a director of any kind. And that became more and more painfully obvious. And there was this enormous vacuum where the guy just wouldn't even show up. And there would be people there waiting to like build a set and go, well, what should we do? And I would go, well here's what i think we're gonna do and we would just get her done and so i started designing sets and that you know just speculatively going assuming at some point we're gonna need something like this and the director is and then and i you know everything everything word out of my mouth was like well if i was directing this nice we would do this clever um so by the time the guy got there and the guy barely set foot in the studio before the first day of shooting um by the time we got there, half the crew thought I was the director because who else could it have been? Um, and then in this, the first day, we had this very weird vacuum of, you know, I would kind of surreptitiously like worm tongue. Literally, it worm tongue was the analogy that was in my brain all day. I'd like slip around going, perhaps the master would like to do a close up of the actor now. And we could put the camera here and then we could turn it around and then it would be time for lunch after that. Then we could go into our new setup and go over there.
1: If you think that's good, my lead was leash. the
0: director like a make-a-wish kid or something. What happened? <laughs> right. Might as well go, have been.
2: <laughs> might <laughs> as well
1: go to Wikipedia. Look up Dunning-Kruger.
0: Yeah.
2: Effect. Oh, yeah. this movie ought to be called Dunning-Kruger the movie, because these people—they oh. already did those. Oh, that's Freddy. These people refused. Not only did they not know what the fuck, <laughs> they refused to learn the fuck. Yeah. They—I mean—to the point where, like, man. The, the, like by date it was, it was a very short shoot so it was very much under the gun there was just no time for bullshit by the third day I was just like just get out of the way just step aside. <laughs> just just step aside just, just, just no just stop talking I'm gonna go do this I, there was no reason to like even coddle them anymore it was like you just you so the tension at least between your
0: job in and job in execution was addressed at some point
2: Yeah, I was like, like after the third, like the second or third night where I was just like, this is just bullshit. Kowtowing to you so that you can still fuck it up, feel (laughs) like you're the director. I, you know, you hire you, you are paying me to get this done. Right. And the biggest impediment, but (laughs) then I had day two. I said this verbatim is what I said. We're just sort of doing our post mortem of the day. Got one day left to finish this project up. I said, well, I figured out what the biggest problem is. It's you. (laughs) I said that to the director. I said, literally, the best thing you can do for your own project is take tomorrow off. If you don't show up tomorrow, I've got a shot at getting this finished. Um, But if you keep standing around and fucking this up, I can't promise that I'm going to be able to get this movie done for you. Uh, That didn't go over well. Yeah. Oh. But uh, I, I I can't say that I cared at that point. Um uh, <laughs> Because it was like, oh, what are you going to do? Oh, oh, oh! please don't fire me. Oh, God. I sure hope you don't. Oh, no, Laws and Mercy, don't fire my ass. I will be so scared to not get up at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning and come here and drag your sad ass across this finish line for a project that's not going to be good because you wrote it and it's a piece of shit. All I'm doing is having you not kill any crew people with your incompetence and not work them to death and maybe we'll get something out of this thing. I swear to God, this <laughs> that thing, sounds like fun. Oh yeah, I it it. It was so liberating to have that freedom <laughs> to just go. I don't care if you're mad. I tell you the one thing I did. I maintained this never in front of the kids. None of this was in front of the kids. I didn't tell. I didn't dress him down like in front of the crew right. or the actors. Right, right. The, as far as that's I, good. You know, good, as, good call. Yeah, there. I, I, because that would be bullshit. Yeah, but they knew anyway. Well, the actors. Every actor came to me before we started shooting and said seriously are we going to live through this or what because every actor who was a real actor knew this guy was bullshit and they were like i mean we signed on and you know a deal's a deal but
0: we need someone to be our advocate because we can't be the person who says this and
2: me and some of the ringers i brought in we said look yeah everyone here we would you're not going to get killed and you know we're going to we're going to make sure, I, I can't promise it's going to be good, but I, I I'll promise that you're not going to die and you're not going to be worked to death and you're going to get your, you know, you're going to get your meals when it's mealtime and we're going to get that for you. Damn. But it was, but it was spectacular when I was like, you know, I, this, I, I got so nostalgic for asylum. Like, oh, I, it was so at it least was, they come to work. Yeah. It was like, asylum at least knows how to get the thing done. Yeah. Yeah. They know. And you know, that's the quality, but, but it's like. All this thing is like, oh, but we're doing something so important. No, you're not. You're not doing anything important. You're not making a fucking movie. Yeah, you're making, and and not even a good one. Not even, not even one that's going to be good. It's going to be just a talky piece of shit that's all about some esoteric idea that you think is important to get across in ninety minutes. If you're spectacularly lucky, the internet will start liking it. Ironically, yes. If you really hope. So, so the fact is, like, wow, you guys have managed to be not as good as the asylum. That's the end. Result. Damn. So so that whole thing happened, and so I, and I talking about uh, praising with faint dams. Yes. At the end of it, <laughs> at the end of it, no one died, and we got the footage, and you know, and and I immediately like wash my hands of it. Good luck. I there's no way I'm gonna get involved in your post production process because <laughs> wow, there's no way. Um, you don't have any, you know. So good luck. Um, uh, I recently saw the first trailer they put out, which is like woo. Uh, mm, that's fun. Z- zowie. Um, and considering how little they know about post production, I don't know if the thing will ever get done. Um, but that's not my problem. Um, because, you know, the one thing, because the, the people who nominally are making that thing are so invested in self promotion that they will. They're, they're, my name is never, ever going to come up. And so that's my one insulation is. No yeah. one's ever good. Did you actually direct that? I have complete plausible deniability. I told, I swear to God, this is true. I told the videographer and the still photographer, do not get film of me get, pointing at stuff. Do not get pictures of me. No pictures, no video no shit how early into the process of this all happening did you make that about happen? a week before we started shooting really uh, yeah i said no i'm wow
0: I'm, way to be fucking on top of it so, I'm, I'm that's as, a great instinct as, as
2: mal would say we're as ghosts in this i was just like i am not here i don't exist <laughs> i'm not part of the process and you know and i'm gone you know before the sun comes up i like and, it, and, in the chat frank was like so sort of like spielberg to
0: poltergeist a little bit
2: Yeah but 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 sleekier
0: uh you know except you know Spielberg
2: is yeah. involved in Portal yeah and I will never ever if you if the chat room says, hey are you talking about project you know blah I'll go nope even if that's the one you're talking about because yeah no I will never except <laughs> so, except under oath in any kind of a, like a federal situation if I am subpoenaed <laughs> I will then never yes. I will admit the other asylum film that I directed under a pseudonym before I will admit that I had anything <laughs> yeah. to do with this movie yeah. Um, so anyway, you gotta wonder if, fucking how far from the pack. Is yeah. The oh yeah. Oh wow. You just blew all their minds, Trey. I know. How about that? Yeah. So, so here's but here's but here's the good news. Here's the silver lining. Here's the here's the the rainbow at the end of the at the end of the of the shitstorm. All right, I'm ready. Is at the end. You know, the, Okay. So <laughs> Noah and everyone drowned, and 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 we killed babies and stuff. But uh, but then, ooh, um, I came out of that going, if those douchebags. Can find $200,000 I just need to find $200,000 That's the whole trick That's the only thing I don't have All they have is the ability to get some fool To give them $200,000 I've got everything else Yeah. I just need to get the $200,000 part That's fun so Trey the Cleaner Stokes. That's exactly. So.
1: so So as this is all going on, Trey is like every day is yeah. literally telling Brian's, me. Brian's, like, watch Brian's end, living this in real time. <laughs> the, the end of every day is like Trey just 45 minutes of story time going, this is the bullshit that happened today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I so wish uh, if I could go back in time, I would offer to do the documentary, the behind the scenes yeah. of these people. Because it... Uh, it's it's, oh, yeah. it's it's like overnight. It's it would be yeah, It would yeah. be comparable to overnight. Uh, yeah. The the documentary about Boondock Saints uh, in just the the level of all the gory details of just the scope of frustration, the, the scope of the Dunning Kruger and ego and incompetence and just horrible warped view of yeah. the world. I, I mean, I up in all of just
2: this. the 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 number the level of. How these people, and again, I once once I had the beautiful freedom of not caring, and already having cashed the check, and knowing I wasn't going to be involved in the project and post in any way, uh, so far anyway. <laughs> Although they know that it will cost them if they uh, want to talk to me again, but um, but I just the freedom to just say. <laughs> anything i wanted was so amazing in a weird way it was just like wow when do you ever get to say the biggest problem with your movie is you and if you would just go away i don't know i wasn't on the set of rush hour two that would be the greatest assistance you could you could give to this movie. Um uh, the fact And this that, is why when somebody asks you what are you working on right now? Yeah, it's how do I answer, how that do you answer that question? that so, uh, question. Uh, the other thing uh, ever there was one where they said uh, there was another great quote I get I, <laughs> I just got to, I I had it in my head just a second ago. It's just I got to it was like when do I get to say this to someone and have them have them know that they need me for another 48 hours so they can't take a swing at me <laughs> for saying it. Like, yeah, Tell me to walk away, motherfucker. Tell me to go home. I'll do it. I'll leave right now. I'll go. I'll go. Tell me you can't. You don't want to see my face on your set any longer. I will walk out this door right now and I'll get in my car and you'll never hear from me again.
0: Oh, that's that, that would be your pithy like CSI way of saying it. You know what the difference is between you and me? I don't have to care about this. Yeah. Forty- I can walk
2: away. 48 hours from now, this is not my life anymore.
0: You've done... A, yeah. You have to continue to live with this until it is done that is the difference between you and i
2: (laughs) i'm under no such obligation yeah so anyway i just so the, the 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 good news is i came out of that project with a renewed i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna write myself a good solid doable genre thriller project that can be done for that zone of money, and I know how to make that movie for that amount of money, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to find some goddamn fool who's going to give me that money. Uh, that that became my new mandate, and that's what I've been working on for the past couple months. I'm, I'm I'm Brian. Brian's in on you know the kind of the gist of the project that I'm that I was working on. I I did mm-hmm. an extensive outline, and I'm I'm actually about page forty of the first draft of the script, and mm-hmm. I'm grinding on it every day and working on talking to financy people and it's like, cause if those mofos can do it, then there's really I I'm out of excuses. I just need to, I just need to try and do that. So, yeah, it's so weird, so that's man. what I've
0: been working on. Yeah. The non-starters like it's (laughs) the question. I wonder if like artists like professional artists have the exact same sort of thing where it's like they every now and then do some huge piece and there's a gallery installation and show and between that like maybe today they were painting part of it, but maybe they weren't and it's like, what'd you do today? I continued to be the person who is ultimately sometimes responsible for the things that pay for my own existence. (laughs) Yeah, like today. I didn't actually move the ball down the field tangibly, but by continuing to be myself, I continue to be the person who can say that for a living I do that it's impossible question to fucking answer it's like if you're an artist between installations and you're not if you didn't paint that day it's like well what do you do I am a painter in aggregate is what the answer yes. is <laughs> on in average I the, paint. for the most part I'm a painter I contain, sometimes I yeah, work
2: at Trader Joe's because like, you got
0: to among among my multitudes I contain the constituency of a VFX artist
1: <laughs>
2: of the spectrum of things that I am right a painter is a large portion thereof Man, damn, Trey, between like now that and Polar Express,
0: just every 10 years, the industry just comes in like slaps you on the face and says, not you. Yeah. <laughs> or
2: <laughs> you don't get to have fun. You're on the wrong path, my friend. You went the wrong direction. You were supposed to be doing weird like reflexology shit in Tucson. I, uh, you know, well, there's always that option open. Apparently. You could have been really into necklaces, Trey. There's an alternate tray that I doesn't been... have a goatee. <laughs> that is the... There is. There totally is. Somewhere there's a life for me where I could, I could make small bits of twisted wire and sell them at a swap meet and somehow somehow <laughs> and that somehow would, pay a mortgage and bet that you, would work and I'll bet you you have a parrot yeah I'd, I probably would be a Hawaiian shirt parrot guy I think if I <laughs> if I cultivated that thing maybe you could be Aunt Marjorie's rebound <laughs> This
0: alternate universe. I heard
2: she's not doing that well, though. Uh, you know, that unless she, she's got a big trust fund or something, in which case, let's talk.
1: Yeah, it's worth talking It's worth following up on. I'll give you a number. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the Saturday morning breakfast cereal comic from the other day. It's a like dad talking to his kid and going, you know, don't don't marry for beauty because beauty fades. Like you get, you know, marry for beauty, you'll get like 20 years, you know, at max. And you know, but don't also don't you know marry for intelligence because you know, maybe you get 40 mm-hmm. years for that and max, you know. So don't worry about that either and the kid goes well what should i marry for then and the dad goes treasury bonds <laughs> <laughs> so stable <laughs> it lasts forever that's great
2: <laughs> There was a that that you were going to the variations of a friend of mine said years ago he says yeah my dad always said don't marry for money but just go where the rich people are until you find fall in love with somebody <laughs> <laughs> That's that wow, that's nice. a, that's a good line that's a and it's a fine strategy, and I think yeah. it's a, a darn good one.
0: I don't have anything that I mean borders on that hellacious of an experience in terms of my shit. But my shit is usually more dealing with a computer after the fact sort of thing. Like when I'm on set, it's random and it involves tracking markers, and that's all. Like nothing that huge or that amount of stress or watching that amount of train crash into that amount of cliff. But yeah. um, let's see. I guess sometimes going can be a whole lot of train. Typically, the the stuff that makes me the least happy that I end up encountering on a fairly regular basis in the course of my job is usually just boring as opposed to bad for my soul or anything like that. Although occasionally I have okay, shit, it just occurred to me there's one where when you are the there's a there's a great reason not to want to be a part of this huge, clunking mechanical committee of artistic intent that you're reporting to god knows how many masters you know they're in this just the the walking spider from wild wild west is made up of all the producers (laughs) in the show (laughs) and you have no idea and you're just like looking up like here you hand up a shot hey they kept it all right cool so that one's done (laughs) there's no fucking silver lining to working on that except that the only thing it's better than is working for a crazy auteur yeah. Yes. That's worse than the than the giant spider yeah. of mechanical Hollywood bullshit, and that's not even. I'm not even making a joke about Wild Wild West. I'm making a joke about the spider. It's just <laughs> yeah. when you're like pushing buttons for someone else's bad art, and the someone else is a company. Yeah, that's what you know. That sucks. That's not fun. But the only thing that's worse is having an auteur for a boss who's nuts, and no one between you and them to step in and go, "We can't
2: afford this." You, you said you would give Teague's family back. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> at least the giant spider. Generally shits money on you You know that's the trade-off is you go look I don't don't, I'm not invested in this You get blasted with a big oily blast Of smoke that costs money But That's that's how it shows affection is by peeing Money on top of
1: you (laughs) It smears your mortgage Or or even if not the the giant spider is At least large enough to fear for its own Existence in a way (laughs) that individual crazy Does not exactly
0: that's exactly right Because when you have the sort of like aggregate opinion Of a thousand uncreative people at the top (laughs) Of the spider giving it directions it never never drives into the cliff. That's right. Yeah. And if you can just it, cling sometimes, on... Sometimes it just stops moving or it doesn't go anywhere, or it goes the exact wrong direction, but it never fucking goes into the cliff.
2: And if you can cling on to the spider, what's going to come attack you? Nothing, because you're on a giant fucking spider. So you're probably going to be fine. This has been an be episode fun. of surprisingly useful analogies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Left field analogies. How you doing, everybody? But there was a project... Within, Say
0: hi to Aunt Margie. There was a project within the last three years that I've worked on where my particular job this particular day, really, was... Uh, overwhelmingly affected by the boss in a way that from basically from soup to nuts, they were involved in my process as opposed to like, you know, when you say directors shouldn't give actors line readings, they should tell them how to prepare for the moment. And then the actor is what does it. This is a guy who was giving me line readings in a VFX sort of sense where he's like, set it up this way, do this or that. Um, and everything about his setup was like throughout the entire process. I was like, I think all of your instincts are wrong i i'm almost positive i know how to do my job better than you even though you're my boss in the same line of work <laughs> yeah where it's like welcome to my world. right exactly and then the the worst part about that process inevitably when it happens is you end up with like a, a shoddy result because you could have done it better but not under their made-up arbitrary right. rules and then they're looking at it like oh this isn't very really good i knew you weren't that good it's like oh yeah. fuck you oh, yeah. fuck you so much oh, yeah. right. but i lived i was in a situation like that once where <clears throat> i ended up pulling um 18 hours of overtime after one eight hour work day jesus so i was at the office for p- p- over 30 hours that was a bad day that was not a day of boring <laughs> that was a day of Everything about this planning process that's led up to now and the instincts and how we're dealing with it at the moment is all wrong. And this could have been done so much better. Could have been done by now. And that's the, the sort of stress that I'm going to encounter in my life if it's not a boring thing is shit where it's like just the arcanity of things that crazy auteurs like. They, they get really into it. And it's just, I can't help you, brother. Like, please let me go. Well, that's the thing. That's Nothing about your vision can happen in pixels. So I can't <laughs> well, please you with pixels. in any what configuration. happened with this
2: project is this project started out like, okay, you know, I, know, this is my plan and this is my vision. And we've, you know, well now we thought this through and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. That's makes sense. And I know from having been in the low budget world that what you're saying is achievable if you do it cleverly and, you know, and I think it's great. And I, it's exactly the kind of stuff that I've been working on and been part of a lot. and, you know, yeah, I would love to pitch in. And then just once we started pushing the rock, it was like, wait, you don't actually, other than the platitudes, you don't have anything to go with doing this project. And not only that, but you actively are resisting. Right. With you, Because know, the thing it was like, I, I got called in, you know, I was recommended to come in and I got called in and the, and the first thing the guy says is like, I think Pink Five and Arc are just amazing. And, you know, it's like, I mean, I just need to, I just want to know how you managed to do that. And then he proceeded to argue against everything I told him about how we managed to do those things. I was like, and I, I said that m- multiple times. I said, you keep saying you want to know how I did Arc. I'm telling you how I did Arc, Right. And you're refusing to. To listen to what I'm saying. It's like, what you're doing, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm telling you how ARC got made. You're telling me you want a red painting. I'm telling you to use red paint, and you're yeah. fighting me on this. And, you know, I said, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you the first thing that happened to ARC is I said, well, here's the script, and here's the budget, so the script has got to go. Right.
1: And and your script is fantastic, but you can't make it. So yeah. let's talk about... His response has been, here's the script, and here's the budget's. So I guess the budget has to go. Yeah. And over and over again, people go, well, the budget's the, not the going budget, anywhere. There's yeah. n- no budget magic
2: that can happen. I mean, the budget is what you have. How much is your car worth? I sell your watch. The, and that's when this yabo starts going, well, you know, we don't, we, we'll we get volunteers to be our grips. I was like, I know not not on my watch. You're not going to. Right. Because when you get volunteer grips, shit starts falling on people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> grips are not where you cut corners. You know yeah. where you cut corners? Actors, because you know what's the free, cheap one thing you can get thousands of in Los Angeles for nothing, and they'll pay you to show up, is actors, and most of them are good actors, because- It's not like you're not at a loss of quality here. Yeah, they're good. It's, and a, they it's just, a unlimited quality resource. Work. But you have instead promised an exorbitant amount of your budget that isn't much- To these actors that you've already hired. Yeah. That was... You you killed the movie before we even started shooting by telling these actors you were paying them this money. Yeah. When you should have said, I'm paying you nothing because we're a low-budget project and it's just for the love of, you know... We're all in this together. No one's getting paid. But no, these actors... Because half of them wouldn't have done it if they weren't getting, you know, a pretty serious chunk of change for what amounts to like three days of work. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's just... And, and it just kept going like that. Every, every possible, no, that's not how you do this, kept happening. Uh, and it was, just, it was just a nightmare. Um, but an educational nightmare. Uh, <laughs> an, education- an empowering An nightmare. empowering nightmare. Uh, it made me go, you know what? I, and I, they did pay me. I mean, they, you know, I, I, I got paid. I, Bush, I guess, paid as much as the actor. I, when, when I, as the faux director, um, if I total up my hours spent in the weeks building up to it, as the faux... Right. You don't know this, but I was mostly the director of that thing. Plus what I get p You know, divided by what I got paid for being there, which is a flat fee, I was at a much lower hourly rate than the PAs who worked the actual shoot. Um, they were... Trey, what does that tell you? <laughs> it told me a number of things, <laughs> uh, but mostly what it told me is not to work for those yabos anymore um, unless I got a huge raise. So that was the thing. They were like, you know, they. I said when we when we parted company at the end, I was like, all right, uh, that, you know, well, best of luck with the rest of it. And if you want any more help, um, feel free to call me. However, the rates will have gone up, um, <laughs> and nice. uh, I I won't uh, come back for um, less than. Two point five times what you paid me this time that was the that was the number as I, was, I would multiply it by two and a half times yeah for uh, less than that yes <laughs> any less than floor. that any less than that, don't bother calling me because we won't be talking right. If you can achieve that number, I will discuss coming back <laughs> that's that's all, and I haven't heard from them since it's really a shame. I feel kind of abandoned and bereft. Wow, but I'm enjoying watching the trailers and and the <laughs> YouTube comments on their trailers where people go. Really That's weird That's the movie Yeah It's gonna be like that The only
0: thing I've had That's experienced like that Part of your whole thing Where there's the trailer (laughs) Comes out and you're like Oh
2: yeah Yeah uh, Is
0: I There's only I think I've told this Fucking anecdote before But there's only two projects In my life I've actually like Tried to get (laughs) to work on Wait, in the chat room Jeremy's line This is like a story Of a sex abuse victim Deciding they can use Their horror story To create an amazing One man
2: show Starting next week Down at the cabaret theater Trey's got a guitar Come on down Two for one Get a comp Come on down He's into necklaces now Yeah, I I do I do sob And I smear peanut butter All over myself It's part of my process But I'm working out A lot of things Trey just
0: comes out And goes (laughs) An hour straight
2: (laughs) Uh, and then we pass the hat and if I do enough shows I'll get my $200,000 I can make my movie. So there's
0: only two projects I've ever tried to get on in a VFX capacity cuz like an actor, you know, Tom Hanks can really want to be on a movie and usually cuz he's Tom Hanks he can get on it. Yeah. VFX artist <laughs> and he ch- tends to do it. Like the 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 unpar- like the Paramount, the unparalleled gall to try to get onto a project as a VFX artist is is it's not a thing that happens Like VFX artists can't pick and choose Which Transformers movies they get to work on They just either work on them or don't But I've only twice made an effort To try to sort of stem the tide And do a thing that I wanted to do And neither time has it worked Because like I said it never does One of them was Dollhouse And then the other one was The Star Wars porn parody <laughs> And I knew that was happening Oh I got Trey Anyway uh, um, I, my, my friend That's a phrase I've never even heard before Oh yeah <laughs> the uh, Star Wars porn parody was a thing that my friend knew about in advance of it being shot uh, because I I I got porn people I got all kinds of people the only thing I don't have is a boat guy I had Trey Trey's my boat guy so I know porn people and you live in LA long enough you will know somebody in porn Yeah. yeah I know and I know I know I know several I know several pair of porn people and i knew in advance that the star wars thing was happening and i'm like i will work on it for free that's how much i want to work on your fucking star like i want to do little dildo x-wing fight scenes and i want to i want to have i want to rotoscope the penis and i want to Mm -hmm. i want on my tombstone it to say t christie worked on the star wars porn parody and then whatever the second line ends up being but i want that to be (laughs) i want the story for the rest of my life and won the nobel prize but but primarily exactly like you know for if, if I imagine that I am spending money to get to work on the Star Wars par- porn parody, we can imagine that as, like, I, I use your old example from the Return of Pink 5 thing, where it's like, some people buy jet skis, man. I'm, bu- I'm, buying, <laughs> yeah. I'm buying, I got to tell the story for the rest of my life that I worked on the fucking Star Wars porn parody. And when the trailer finally came out, I was like, they could have used me on the Star-, Star Wars porn parody. Yeah. Like, man, they should have let me do it. Eh. But in any case, that's one of the deep regrets in my life. Is I That trailer came out and I was like I could have been a contender I could have had a V8 I could have made penis X-Wings or whatever the fuck I never saw the porn parody Again, that's a thing I didn't see because I don't see things As opposed to I worked on it But boy do I wish I had when that YouTube video came out And the trailer I was like Man, other people got to work on the Star Wars porn parody And I am not among them
1: yeah,
2: that's... that's Well, as lifetime regrets go, that's actually not
1: bad. It's a weird, You're yeah. You're doing okay. Yeah, not, if that's, you know,
0: that's, if that's all you got. That's my biggest know.
2: career regret anyway, yeah. but
0: shit. And I don't even know why I care that much. It's just like, you know, we all got our start doing fucking little Star Wars fan films, and I thought it'd be such a great full circle thing to be like, you know what? I've actually gotten paid in my life to do Star Wars effects before. I just did them for not Star Wars shit. You know, like I worked on a show where they needed a Star Wars gag, so I did that. Shit like that, I've done. But the fucking cherry on top where it's like I never ever worked on a Star Wars movie except for the porn that's a perfect that's a wonderful <laughs> yeah. pithy thing to say in your autobiography yeah
1: and then yeah and then episode later episode seven comes along and JJ calls you up and goes will you work on the new trilogy and well? then I have to be like oh, I shit. can't I can't I can't no, you ruined my story bro yeah I fuck I planned this whole thing there was a whole turn <laughs> yeah, man I, yeah, was, if I knew
0: there was gonna be an episode seven I wouldn't have damn but i really like i have the first sentence of my autobiography in my head already and i need it to be that sentence because it's so cool and i <laughs> yeah. worked on it for free will you pay me for the porn too because maybe that'll be worth
2: yeah anyway no it's a mess can't uh, help you out Sorry. those
1: are those suck though I've, I've had one of those where like there was something that you wanted to work on and you you know tried. you, tr- you tried as much as you can you try yeah oh there was a third one john dies at the end didn't end up working on that either uh-huh. oh that's right well um, our friend matt did though yeah. Isn't that what he, he was, was, was the one
0: who was like, "I'm working on this thing next week." I'm like, "Oh,
1: who's the VFX dude? Can I call? Yeah, please, please." But uh, yeah, the uh, you know this you know Soylent, the new uh, meal thing, right? Yeah, uh, it's like you know it's a drink you know, thing. Oh, right, 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 yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, for so I thought you were
0: talking about a movie. I'm like, no, no, yeah. No, 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 yeah, the, movie, that's the, the actual thing. Why someone actually product made it?
1: It's called Soiland Why they actually did that? I don't know. But yeah, I, I did the same thing because I knew some of the people who knew <laughs> so them. I was like, let me because they they were doing their crowdfunding thing, and they were like, yeah, we need somebody in LA to help us shoot the the video for our crowdfunding thing. And so they, I need a man on the ground. Yeah, so I got their email from a mutual friends, and I went, you, yeah, yeah, uh, and never heard anything back. And then I I watched their video later, and it's just like, oh, guys. Mm-hmm. You answered the wrong email. Ugh. Yikes.
0: Yeah. Most of the time, the job is fun, or at least exciting, or at least different, or at least stressful. You guys. Uh, <laughs> Basically, what, sure. people, what people... Overall, can
1: ta- it's very rewarding, everybody. What
0: people could take away from this episode so far is <laughs> working in Hollywood sucks, and the best paid job is PA. So, yeah. that's this. we've accidentally done the opposite thing
2: of the helping part. I think well, With your hopefully, dreams well, Hopefully what you got is If you ever run into any of us Don't ask us what we, what, what we do um, Yeah And carefully ask us What we've been doing Yeah um, And if we Just sort of Put a hand to our face And, and kind of do a Phantom of the Opera And go yeah. and, and squeal And run away Then uh, just accept that If we just Start smirking And then our eyes Glass over And
0: start crying And start screaming yeah. Without ever blinking That's when you'll know Now <sighs> Actually, I really like my current job, though. I'm having fun with my current thing. So that's good. That, well, that's the. Well, what's
2: the, that? <laughs> <laughs> oh!
0: You son of a bitch! That's the convention thing, right? Uh, no, I just finished that up. Oh, that oh. was awesome. And I got to find more military work. Let me tell you, boy. Shit. That oh, military yeah. industrial complex. figure it out. Government work. Go for it. No, but now I'm working on that's, all the TV. That's shows where the computer
2: again. graphic industry came from. Back when I was in yeah. the original computer graphics in the '88.
0: No, I always heard that Buju, the 3D tracking software, Bouju was a like a latent military. Well, everything hardware, everything for in
2: imaging the, in the '70s through '80s was military. All you had to do was go. We're researching uh, flight simulator simulations and you would get Buku Air Force money or government money and then they end up with these products yeah so everyone 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 was you know just trying to get the you know the extra money from the from the feds to to keep the doors open and just yeah we did some flight simulator look we're flying through and then you know we'd actually use that to fly through bedrock and make a theme park ride out of it right exactly because, you, you know,
0: you put through all the process of the R&D, and now it's just like, I have this product that does two things. Yeah. It
2: spies on enemy countries, and it's a great 3D tracker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or whatever.
2: It's I, like I can fly through a virtual world now, which right? only the Air Force and Hanna-Barbera give a shit. So And Hanna-Barbera, well, actually doesn't pay better. Never mind. Yeah. In any case, you can use it. Fuck. Yeah. Well, there
1: yeah. you go. Even your, even your entertainment is subsidized by uh, oh, yeah. by the Pentagon. CG the, C,
2: the CG industry was definitely founded on government money, that was, you know, how can we use this to kill people? We'll, we'll work on that while we're, you know, doing cartoons. You know? In the meantime, do you want to see the story about little, like, action figures? Yeah, that's it. Right. We're working on your ways to kill people, and on the weekends, we're doing a thing about toys that talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll call that a day on this episode. And that's <laughs> why you don't ask people what they're working on. It's that in a nutshell this has been the intermission <laughs> you can always find more episodes at friendsinyourhead.com
0: go to the forum involve yourself in the conversation it's a wonderful community of people it's growing every single day twitter.com slash friendsinyourhead facebook friendsinyourhead and friendsinyourhead at gmail.com buy our shirts give us money uh, we're not asking we're just saying Holden Hill Design and maintain the website and until next time my name is T Christie. Brian Finnefer don't ask and this has
1: been the intermission thank listening. Good night. Good night.
0: seriously what have you been up to? oh
2: uh, you know gonna,
1: how's that Martha? <laughs> I am going to start saying that I work in biochemistry and then just say that I I for I convert uh, adenosine triphosphate into adenosine diphosphate. Uh, nice. Cuz that's that's the actual chemical process of your muscles working. Oh, nice. So, I'm just going to say that from now on. I'm, just, oh, I'm in biochemistry. Steve Reedy used to say that
0: he converts coffee into movies.
1: <laughs> That's good. That's nice, yeah.
0: Which I like that.
2: I thought you were just like, you know, I, I
1: work
0: in biochemistry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 what do you do?
0: <laughs>
2: All see my long, fingers have been bleeding this week. I don't know how, why. <laughs> see how long the, Did I get any on you? You might want to scrub up. <laughs>
1: That's good.
0: FriendsInYourHead.com